Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. It's happened, Jerry. Today, Matt Rule was relieved of his duties as the Carolina Panthers head coach. Steve Wilkes will take over on an interim basis for the rest of the season. Uh, we knew this day was coming. It was just a matter of when, really. Yeah. And it was today. The worst Carolina Panthers head coach of all time has now been fired. I was going to ask uh, you if, if you think that's... Yes. If you're, George Seifert had it. George Seifert had a nine-win team and an eight-win team, and then went one in fifteen. Mm-hmm. So, his his win percentage is higher than Matt Rule. I would just <laughs> overall say, yeah, Matt Rule is the worst. I mean, he was brought here to rebuild this team. Mm-hmm. He he, the defense has improved. The offense has continued to get worse every year, and he's caped changing coaches and everything else you know it's time if it's it's not working we have to rebuild from our rebuild that's how (laughs) bad it is yeah um i think i would agree with you i think i think matt rule will be remembered as the worst coach in the panthers history uh there's really nothing to look back on i was thinking about this earlier like is there anything that we can look back on that was positive through his reign. The only thing I can think of is that that Cam game when where Cam yeah. came back. Like that was the highest high that that was in the Matt Rule era. Um, you know, I I think the team might be worse today than it was when he took over in 2020. Overall, I think uh, it, it, I think we're in a worse position. Honestly, I I can't really argue that point because i mean yeah yeah our offense was pretty bad we had kyle allen and tyler heineke starting but i I don't think we've upgraded at quarterback um the 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 offensive line is better i think the offensive line is moving in the right direction Mm -hmm. um the defense is was good under rivera as well uh maybe that last those last couple years it wasn't great but yeah that was when he tried to switch from four three to three four and he had just a bunch of misshaping puzzle pieces yeah. to the defense, which I he was, I... he was grasping at straws. He's trying to figure something out. Yeah, and it just didn't work. Yeah. But I think the next head coach here, because I don't think Steve Wilkes is going to get an honest look. And I, honestly, I don't know if he deserves it either at this point. Well, yeah, I mean, Wilkes... So Wilkes got... Uh, his only other head coaching job was in Arizona, you know, a few years ago. Uh, he came in basically with Josh Rosen as his quarterback. Didn't work yeah. out. Now he's here with Baker Mayfield as his quarterback. Can't imagine it's going to work out. <laughs> you know, so I don't know that Steve Wilkes has ever really gotten a fair shot at a head coaching position. I don't think it's going to happen this year with, with Carolina. I do hope that whoever the next coach is retains Steve Wilkes because I do think he's a good coach. Um, yeah. Just maybe not a good head coach. I don't know. We'll see. I would say that any fan expecting Steve Wilkes to come in here and turn this thing around this year, you might want to get your expectations reset a little bit. Correct. That's one thing. The other coaches, Phil Snow is still calling defense from all all intensive purchases. As of right now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen anything. And Ben McAdoo is still on offense. 
Now, I do think Steve Wilkes can maybe emphasize a little bit more direction of, hey, we need to work on third down efficiency. We need to really establish the run. We can, you know, he, he has that power as now the mm-hmm. interim head coach to really try to implement a few things. So, but I don't see this being a complete turnaround after the five games. Still the same players on the team, yeah. right? Still the same schemes, really. You know, Steve Wilkes is not going to be able to change that much in, in, the, in a shorter amount of time. However, I do wonder if he will take over defensive play calling duties. He has that ability as the head coach. Uh, there were some rumors recently that he and Phil Snow were not really on the same page in terms of the schemes and everything. So I'm curious to see. I'm just curious to see what changes over the next few weeks. And honestly, that was something that when we, Steve Wilkes' name kept coming up as the interim, I was kind of curious because if you remember when he was D.C. here for mm-hmm. that one year before getting the head coaching job, he loved to blitz. Yeah, he was, And especially with you know J.C. Horn locking down one side of the field, I feel like you could do that a little bit more assuming with Assuming J.C. Horn is healthy. We don't know what's As, going on Assuming, yeah. true. But I, it's a glimmer of hope. I mean, I hate saying that. And yeah, someone got fired, but he has millions upon millions of dollars from this franchise. I am not, not going to cry <laughs> over no, look, him. I mean, in all honesty, I think Matt Rule is a very nice guy. I think Matt Rule, I, he has a beautiful family. Um, I do wish him well in the college ranks where I think he is a good coach. He, his yeah. system fits the college game a lot better, obviously, than it did in the NFL. I would not expect to ever see him in the NFL again, but I think he will be successful wherever he goes next, Nebraska or, you know, wherever he ends up. Uh, I think he's going to be, he's going to be fine. And from a money perspective, you know, the Panthers still owe him $40 million dollars. They will pay him out the rest of this season. But if he gets a college job, that money's going to offset. So in his contract, if let's say he goes to Nebraska, he gets $10 million a year, the Panthers won't owe him anything. Is that an NFL? Um, no, that's in his contract. It's for, in his contract. For college too? College or NFL, wherever okay. wherever he gets another coaching job. Because so, I know that that's happened in the past, but yeah. in the language of the contract that it was the only in the NFL. So when they yeah. went to the college ranks, they got both paychecks and they right, grew. Right. And in I was shocked. From, from everywhere that I've read and, and all the reporters that I've seen reporting on this, that's what they're saying. And Ian Rappenport just, just reported that. So Okay, then yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. And honestly, this may have been a nice thing to do for Matt Rule as much. Look, we're one, we're one and five, four. We're not going anywhere. The team continues to have the same issues for three seasons. He was going to get fired if he didn't make the playoffs. And the weakest part of our schedule, you went one and three. So it didn't look good. But now he gets a a jump start of the head coaching for college. The premier, the Nebraskas, you know, those, those teams will come looking for him. He's again, good record in college. It's just in good at building right in college. Right. I think he will get his pick. Of whatever big time college job he wants, I think he'll get his pick. So, and I think he'll be happier there. I think the NFL <sighs> workload was not what he expected from no. just from things he said and from you know how towards the end of the season, just how he looks. 
you know, and again, he's not had success in the NFL. So that I'm sure is a big part of it. But I think it, it the college coaching, coaching in college is a lot different than coaching in the NFL. Ask Urban Meyer, ask Chip Kelly, ask uh, Nick Saban, like yeah, really say, good college coaches don't make I mean, it. Nick Saban's it. considered the best college yeah. coach of all time. And he couldn't hack it in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, you just rattled off like Chip Kelly, Urban Meyer. I mean, Pete Carroll's one of the few that actually transcended. Jimmy Johnson. But even he had to to take a, a second chance at it, right? His yeah. First chance. He he was good, but he wasn't. He got. He did get fired. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's a good day I think for the Panthers overall. This is a W. Um, you know, first coach fired. I'm sure there are a lot of people that made some money today betting on that. Um, oh, yeah. It does give David Tepper an opportunity to go ahead and start the head coaching search now, and I'm sure he will. Uh, I would fully expect uh, Steve Wilkes to be part of that you know, process. He's going to get the best shot at it because he's going to have you know, a 10-week, 12-week uh, trial. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to see you know, David Tepper will get a really good look at him. And see if, uh, and, and not, it's not necessarily going to be wins and losses, I think, but just how the players respond. You know, so we'll see. You know, there's big names out there. Sean Payton, uh, Dan Quinn. There's also big uh. coordinator jobs out there uh, with the, the Bills offensive coordinator. The enemy's always out there. Brian Flores is out there. So there's, there's some head coaches that have had success and are highly respected. I would I would think that David Tepper is probably going to move in that direction with a former head coach, you know, in the NFL, and we'll kind of see where it goes. I don't know. I don't necessarily think former head coach has to be it on his checklist. I think NFL experience will be whether mm-hmm. it's been offensive coordinator for multiple years. Uh, Ken Dorsey for the Bills, I know you mentioned him. He's only been an offensive coordinator. This is his first year. I don't mm-hmm. see it because Dayball just went to the Giants. And look what a good coach can do. I mean, yeah. the Giants are point example of a team that doesn't have the greatest talent, yeah. but they're winning. Now, are they're competing you, that, in every game. Is this your opinion, or is this what you think Tepper is thinking? Because I'm, think, I'm trying to say what I think Tepper is thinking. I think Tepper, he went coach with... Hardly any NFL experience, no head coaching NFL experience. Now I think he goes the opposite direction. I think he goes with somebody that's had a lot of NFL coaching and head coaching experience as well. That's just where I, I think he flips and he goes the complete opposite direction. I, I don't think he course corrects that much. I think he does course correct in the sense of not looking at the college ranks. Well, but I, I don't I think he'd I, be foolish if he did, yeah. Well, but I don't see him going for... David Tepper seems, he's very, mm-hmm. I, he's very smart. Let's just go ahead and say that. But he's I also think he money. looks at, yeah. he looks at trends and he looks at what's going on around the NFL. And most of the retread head coaches don't typically pan out. Now mm-hmm. they, there are a few, but a lot of them don't. And I could see him looking more for a young coordinator who's been in it for a little bit and going that route. I could see that too, and I would. Be, I'd honestly be fine with that. I don't want Dan Quinn. No, I don't God want no. Dan Quinn. <laughs> Sean I think Payton, I, you're gonna have me to. Into Sean Payton, but yeah, there's some compensation there. We have to figure that out. But yeah, um, I was just kind of looking at this list. So 
the teams with the eight worst records since 2020, now every single one have made coaching changes. Every single one. And the Jaguars have done it twice. The Texans have done it twice. But, yeah, I mean, the Panthers have one, two, three, four, the fifth worst record in the NFL since Matt Rule was hired. And yeah. that's why he's fired. It, it, and, the t- and two of the teams ahead of them have fired two coaches in that time. <laughs> it's Look, David Tepper gave him longer than I thought he deserved. I think I, I am not... I am not on board with firing a head coach in his first year unless mm-hmm. it's an Urban Meyer type of situation. I sure. think Steve Wilkes should have gotten a second year in Arizona. But after two years, if the same issues are occurring and you're not trending up, and that's what happened last year, I, th- I think it's time to go. He got to two and a quarter years, and he yeah. nothing. It's not yeah. looking up. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, so, uh, well, let's talk, kind of talk about what's next. Um, this happened before the trade deadline. You and I kind of talked a little bit yesterday in our recap mm-hmm. about what what might we do with the trade deadline if Matt Rule is fired. We're going to see now. Is this a blow-up? Because if it is, then you have a really good opportunity to get some compensation, some draft picks back for some of these guys. I would fully expect Robbie Anderson to be traded. I think he's Matt Rule's guy. Matt Rule's no longer here. I don't think Robbie Anderson even wants to be here at this point. Um, no, so he doesn't would, play like yeah, it. Yeah, I would expect Robbie Anderson 100% to be traded. I think you could see Christian McCaffrey get traded. I, I, uh, I think I you don't could see, see Brian Burns get traded. I think you I, could see these things happen, honestly. I, I'm just saying I think that's dumb. I, I will put it out there. Do not look to trade DJ Moore. Do not trade Brian Burns, CMC. They I don't think DJ Moore gets traded. He just he just signed a new contract. I, don't I think, think those are cornerstones, and you want to entice a good head coach. Getting rid of your best players is not going to entice a new head, a premier head coach. Come here. Now it depends. It depends on if if Tepper wants to blow it up. If he wants to do a complete teardown rebuild, because they sort of did a half measure with Matt Rule. It was not a complete blow-up. It was not a complete rebuild. They took pieces that they had. They got rid of some veterans. I could But they see... took a lot of the pieces that they already had, and they kept them. I could see Tepper, again, saying, hey, this didn't work. Let's let's go the other way. I could see it happening. I... I'm not saying if it should he does, I, 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 If he does that, I think it's dumb. I think all these people who are calling for all the our stars to get traded for draft capital, you're first, you're going to get pennies on the dollar. Second of all, again, you want to entice coaches to come here. And if why you're going to get... Why would you get go, pennies on the dollar? For I don't someone think... Like, I, for someone like Brian Burns, for example. Brian Burns, you're probably not getting... Okay, Brian Burns, you might get a little bit, but he only, he's only on that one-year deal. He yeah, but d- that's that's typically when guys like that are traded. You know, they, they're traded to someone who then signs them for the long deal. I mean, I don't know but, that... I don't know that, that this is a position where you're getting pennies on the dollar. These All these guys, maybe on McCaffrey, you're getting pennies on the dollar because of the situation, the amount of money he makes. But guys like Burns... Even DJ Moore, who I know we I just said that they're not going to trade him, he's on a really team friendly deal. I think he 
probably would have a lot of trade interest. It just would depend on what the cap hit for us would be if it made any sense to do. And I don't think it does. I don't think it makes sense. Again, I mean, unless you're really wanting to strip it down to the bare bones, but it feels like they tried to do that. They started to do with Matt Rule, but then course corrected to signing quarterbacks. And we said when they start doing that, this makes no sense. This is supposed to be a three-year rebuild. Just just suck it up, Buttercup, and suck for a year to get some draft picks and get out some bad contracts, and they didn't want to do it. Is Matt Rule still the head coach if they don't sign Teddy Bridgewater and they go into that season with uh, Kyle Kyle Allen Allen and they end up with a top two or three draft pick? And draft Trevor Lawrence. And draft Trevor Lawrence or, you know, whoever else. Zach Wilson, I mean... Maybe maybe not Zach Wilson, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, probably not, right? Unless they get the number one pick, he's probably you know. If you get Trevor Lawrence, then maybe. But even still, you know, Urban Meyer didn't last with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, well, Urban Meyer. Different situation. Look at what uh, the current head coach of Jags. Yeah, they lost yesterday, but I mean, yeah. that team looks night and day better. I mean, yeah. competent. It'll be interesting to see what happens because at this point, you know, now Fitterer is is completely running the show. Yeah. So, what does Fitterer want? Does Fitterer want to reshape the team in his image and in, in what he wants? Will they stand pat and wait until the new head coach is brought in and then let the head coach make those decisions, or you know, work with Fitterer to make those decisions? Um, or they're above, Fitter they're over, could get fired too. You never know. Yeah, I I, th- I don't think he should. He may. I think you and I both are on the, of the opinion that he should not get fired, at least not right now. Right? Correct. I, yeah. I feel that he should stick around. I, I think a lot of the decision-making went through rule. So a lot yeah. of the draft trades and, and picks went through rule. So I think you give Fitter at least one year to kind of pick his own guy, mm-hmm. see what draft he does. And I don't think the draft has been that bad. Uh, no, I think the draft picks have been pretty good. And I think most of the free free agent signings have been good. The in-season trades uh, have been a mixed bag, for sure. Yeah. But I like that he's aggressive and he takes shots. I like Fitter. I think Fitter is going to be a really good GM. And I hope that Tepper has as much patience with him as he did with Rule. Yeah, I do too. And I, th- I think he, you're right. He is going to probably get some time. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I There's always that scared of we're going to completely strip it down again. But I agree. Fitterer didn't have a... Bringing in a GM after the head coach was so weird. Yeah. And it doesn't happen often because then well, your yeah, GM is responding to the head coach. And that's what yeah. it... This was always Matt Rule's kind of baby. Well, that's and that's the decision Tepper made. Tepper decided to go ahead and bring in Rule and give him all the all the power. And mm-hmm. you, you chose the wrong guy, unfortunately, to to do that with. Sometimes it works, but very rarely does that. Like the head coach have the powers of the GM as well, you know, and and sort of the puppet master. It just doesn't work in the NFL. It's too much work. You want to let the head coach focus on being the head coach. You want to let the GM focus on being the GM. That's why they're two separate jobs. Only Bill Belichick is like the only one that seems to be able to make it work. You know? Yeah, Even J- like, didn't Jimmy Johnson do it? 
Well, I mean, you know who the GM on that team is. It's currently Jerry Jones, but I thought <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Johnson had control, and then Jerry Jones didn't like all the love. You might that be, yeah, you're probably right. That's a, and that then that's kind of why he took over. And <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really remember, but in the modern day, I think Bill Belichick's the only one that's been able to kind of make it work, um, having all the the complete power, and he's I'm you also, know, the best coach of all time, arguably. I'm, so. I'm also kind of curious if maybe we're going to see some more of the, you know, Amari Barnos, the Brandon Smith, some mm-hmm. of the younger guys that right now are getting two snaps, you know, yeah. in defense who've played well in preseason, and especially <clears throat> like Amari Barno. We have really no pass rush outside of Burns. Yeah. Let, let, let's see some, especially again, because Steve Wilkes likes to pass rush. So we'll, we'll be, I'll be interested to see how that shakes out in the future. Yeah, I mean, I think you could see um, Shaq Thompson traded. I think you could see uh, Shaq Thompson traded, and I think you could see Brandon Smith moved right into that role and play the rest of the season there. I, I am, I've am, i mentioned not wanting to trade away our key players. If Shaq Thompson moves on, I would not hate it. I yeah. personally think he's been missing a lot of tackles. I know a YouTuber, I can't think of your name, mentioned it. And I was like, yeah, we mentioned the missed tackles, but not him specifically. Specifically, yeah. And I think he's a good piece, but I think we could probably maybe get a, a third round pick for him or so. Maybe, maybe his cap hit next year is twenty five million. So ah, uh, no one's gonna pay, take that. <laughs> I mean, they could trade for him and restructure. You know that happens all the time. So I wouldn't be too concerned with that. But yeah, I don't know that you get a third. I think you maybe get a fourth or a fifth for him. It, it's kind of like a cap clearing move. Than anything else, and they need to do some cap clearing moves. They're thirty million over the cap for next year, so that's why I think that I think a complete teardown is a real possibility. As much as I don't want to see our young studs traded, you know Burns is coming up for a contract extension. Yeah, they don't currently have the money to pay him. Um, Chin is moving in that direction. They don't currently have the money to pay what he's gonna deserve so they're gonna have to do a lot of restructuring and trading honestly they're gonna have to get rid of a lot of guys so i think it's gonna be a very interesting rest of the season i don't know that it's gonna be a fun rest of the season to watch yeah and those of you who wanted matt rule fired myself included Mm -hmm. don't expect this team to whip it around and you know start tearing off wins and then i'm gonna hear the matt rule truthers come out See, it wasn't Matt Rule's fault. Well, he <laughs> built this team. He built the coaching staff. It's still his fault. We're not going to pay any attention to those people, honestly. I mean, it, it's like, like that, come that's on, the, man. That is a dumb take. Um, I mean, he had, yeah. he had a .289 winning percentage. Yeah, not a good coach, guys. His system did not work here. Did not it work did, in the NFL. He didn't win a third of his games. He had worse than that. It's just, he's just not an NFL coach. Yeah. And again... Wish him well on his future endeavors. Glad it's not going to be here. Yeah, me yeah. too. So, but yeah, um, you know, looking forward to seeing where we go from here. Um, again, not necessarily on the field. I think we're we've seen what this team is this year, um, but just you know, from a transactional standpoint, from a GM standpoint, I'm very interested to see what happens the rest of the season. Yeah, it's. Woo! Yeah. It's something we wanted, and 
needed to happen. This, you know, the sunset ha has happened on Mount Rule, and now we at least can wait for the sunrise. You know, we have some something to look forward to because honestly, these games were rough. Like, yeah. it's we're been still tough. gonna have to, we're still gonna have to watch this these Panthers travel to the West Coast and play the Rams, but. That's the thing is like Steve Wilkes does not get an easy first few weeks here. You know, the, no. the, the you know, we got the Rams, the Bucks, uh, division games with the Falcons. I mean, uh, it's it doesn't get any easier over the next month or so um, for Steve Wilkes. So, but again, what's best for the franchise might be losing out, might be earning that one or two Dude. pick where you've got. Those quarterbacks that look really, really tasty. And, so. and then you let your new head coach cherry pick his top quarterback the, mm -hmm. of his dreams to build yeah. and build around. I mean, if you end up with the number one pick and you've got a, a choice, you know, of, uh, you know, those. CJ Stroud, Bryce Stroud. Young. Yeah. Uh, Levi, uh, I think his name is from Kentucky. I'm not a big fan of his, but. There's another one too that I can't remember his name right now. But yeah, I mean. If you get, if you get that number one pick, you're gonna have coaches knocking down your door trying to get in here, yeah, and, and get those guys. And again, this is why I'm saying like CMC, DJ Moore, and stuff like that. You don't want to mm -hmm. get rid of them because then you could put a number one overall pick in a line that has gotten better. It was CMC, <clears> DJ <throat> Moore, and then you got to see what Chanel and Terrence Marshall have in them. Mm -hmm. But you Shy could say, Smith. hey, look, I mean. An offensive-minded coaches could kind of look at this and be like, "All right, I get it. I, I it's three years down the road, but yeah. three years down the road, we could be competing for a Super Bowl." Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. So, do you think the Tepper will go offensive or defensive-minded? I would assume offense, but I I could be wrong. I think Brian Flores. Um, I know D'Amico Ryan has come, name has come up a yeah. couple times. I could see. Those two are defensive guys. I could still see them go going, but mm -hmm. if not one of the like premier type of defensive guys, or a, again, Flores had coaching experience and I think did a good job in Miami. I think he would go offensive coordinator if it wasn't one of those top tier guys. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, and Flores, you know, we know that Flores. There have been a lot of things that have come out about Flores not being a very player friendly coach. And there obviously were some issues there in Miami. You don't get rid of a coach like that, that did a pretty good job without what, there being some issues. So, I mean, they basically were wanted to lose out yeah. and get Trevor Lawrence. Right. Or, and he was like, no, I'm going to play and win. And they won like seven games that year. Yeah. That, well, they won, they won out from like, they were like one and seven. They won out. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. But any other kind of final thoughts? Uh, obviously, we'll be back uh, recording again in a few days, and we'll kind of talk a little more about what comes out. But any more kind of initial thoughts here? Yeah, what are we going to talk about besides firing Matt Rule? <laughs> now we like... got to focus on football. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's, it's overall a good thing. I'm really happy. Yeah. It's not going to change this season right away. Uh, the coaches are still here that he brought in. Mm -hmm. So we'll we'll see how if there's any leniency, maybe Steve Wilkes maybe loosens the rein on McAdoo or brings in the reins and saying, hey, we need to do this war and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, um, 
that you know, I am kind of excited to see. I know we talked about that. We're probably not going to see much difference in wins and losses, but I am interested to see what the offense particularly looks like moving forward. If it does change, you know, if all of a sudden we come out and we score thirty points Sunday, I'm gonna have a lot of questions <laughs> about <laughs> what what exactly was going on here. So, we'll yeah, see. me too. I, I don't I don't foresee that happening, especially against the Rams. But I don't either. But hey. Uh, you know, things weird things happen all the time, so we'll see. But all right, Jerry, I think that's going to do it. All right, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Meowmix Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. If you leave us a five star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. We're like 17 away from a thousand subscribers. 16. We're 16. 16. Away now. Yes. <laughs> Even better. Get us there, guys. Um, until uh, to, well, Wednesday, I guess. Thursday. Yeah. yeah. You guys stay safe out there. Don't celebrate yeah. too hard. Yeah. And keep pounding. <laughs>